Welcome to the Cowtown Cats Lacrosse Podcast, where we talk all things Panther City Lacrosse Club. Now here are your hosts, Nicholas and Andy. Welcome everyone back to Cowtown Cats Lacrosse Podcast. Uh, this episode, uh, we get to talk about the upcoming games number two and number three for Panther City Lacrosse. We get kind of a doubleheader weekend, uh, or what I call a doubleheader weekend, a game on Friday night and a game on Saturday night. So welcome back, everybody. I'm Nicholas, once again, joined by Andy. Hello, hello. Or should I go, should you go by Andrew now? Andy, Andrew? Well, we'll stick with Andy. I'll, I'll throw in Andrew to, to keep people honest every now and then. Right, throw us off the scent every once in a while, keep it professional. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so this weekend, um, our Panther City Lacrosse's second and third games, and instead of having it a, a week apart or a few days apart, it is literally one day after another. Friday night is game number two. Saturday night is game number three. As we mentioned in previous episode, it's not just an easy, hey, here's one game and then we'll stop it at this place on the way back and and play there the next day. Nope. It's Las Vegas and then back home against Colorado, which makes zero sense at all. Yep. That's the the roughest possible back-to-back scenario. (laughs) Right. Right. So yeah, we're going to cover both of those games. Uh, Starting off with game number two, a familiar team, you know, in this early season that Panther city is going against and they'll be going against the newest expansion. Of course, Las Vegas desert dogs, this game uh, will have a lot of eyes on it because not only will it be uh, considered one of the games of the week, it will also be televised on ESPN2, uh, gaining a lot of eyes that normally probably don't watch lacrosse and tuning in to see what it's all about because it's, it's a new Las Vegas team. So uh, that'll be exciting. Uh, I obviously cannot wait to see kind of their layout there i I watched the vegas golden knights hockey team so i kind of know the stadium but it'll be interesting to see them convert it into this desert dog uh kind of environment huh do you you know if they do they play in the vegas convention center no so they actually it's it's a stadium that they specifically built for the golden knights to play in okay um it's smaller so especially if you compare to like the American Airlines Center, it's definitely mm-hmm. smaller, but they built it up more. So everything is just feels a lot closer. Okay, interesting. So I, it, it's, it definitely has its uniqueness to it. Um, obviously, it has a lot of things themed towards the Las Vegas Knights, but I think with this new team coming in, it, it, it'll kind of set the set the standard right for Las Vegas uh, for the Desert Dogs to kind of feel that home atmosphere and I hope I hope they get a good turnout to be honest I mean we talk about season openers and home openers and this and that for every team again a success in Las Vegas is, is honestly a success for everybody yep hopefully we can hopefully we can send a big crowd home with the loss <laughs> right right obviously from our point of view we want to um, you know Okay, so we'll get we'll get into that as our expectations. My expectations for this game, unfortunately, I want to say it's going to be another close game. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the energy of being their first home game, the energy of just being being there in Las Vegas, you know, being that that insignia 
for the NLL in Las Vegas. Honestly, I could see this game starting off really bad for Panther City. (laughs) Yeah, I I could see it going either way. Part of me feels like if it's a blowout, it's going to be in favor of Las Vegas. And if it's a close one, then... You know, who, who knows what might might happen. There were that third quarter of that first game did give me hope that the Desert Dogs still have some kinks to work out of the, on their own. Though seeing that how their goalie performed in the fourth quarter makes me wonder whether they're going to have him start this upcoming game. I, I feel like that's probably going to happen just based on, you know, I know you don't get a full games experience and a full games film to see okay is this the guy we're going to go with but considering what happened in the first three quarters and then what happened in the last quarter and a half you have to kind of take that into consideration and say to yourself okay well you know even though they were ahead by a lot and uh, still to to be able to to keep them scoreless in the fourth quarter alone i think that kind of solidifies his job i mean they're a young team they're still trying to figure out who's going to be in what position, who's going right. to be starter, who's going to be not. And so I think that really bodes well for the goalie for, for Las Vegas to say, hey, you know, maybe I didn't play the whole game, but this is what I did do. So I at least deserve that shot. Right. So, yeah, we'll we'll see if they end up making that switch or stick to the the original game plan yeah. for starters. And, and, and I, I like I said, I, I get the feeling like like they could come out with a hot start. Yeah, I can definitely see end of the first quarter them being up, you know, three to one, four to one, almost that kind of feeling of just the hypeness of it. And then almost like the first game, I, I, I again, my expectation is as the game goes on, then the more experienced team, the, the Panther City in themselves will start to figure it out more as the game goes on and, and, and start to kind of, Hey, you know, that was fun. That was a good start. Now it's time to get to business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and like you said, like the, the defense really helped us get back into that first game. I do think that Nick Damute is going to have to improve his play. I think his, his save percentage wasn't too great. It was maybe hovering around like the low 70% or something if he could boost that up to 80% somewhere in that area. And it comes down to his play, obviously. And as we talked about in the last episode, it comes down to face-offs. They have Mm -hmm. to figure out a way to start. I don't expect them to win every face-off, but be competitive in every Mm face-off. And that's not to say that they weren't competitive in some of the face-offs, but when it feels like about, what, 80% of the face-offs... It felt a bit too automatic, like, oh, well, we know which way it's going. Right. You you got the feeling like it's just just not happening in our favor. So it'll be interesting to see if if Burton takes all the face-offs again or if they, again, switch people out, maybe try Mm -hmm. some other people. I really think... You know, again, I'm I'm not a coach. I'm never going to be in that position. But if I was there, I, I would just be like, hey, if it's not going our way and, and we get in this rut of, especially right off the bat, if we're losing all these face-offs and we're just down by a couple, you know, a couple points, we really need that to kind of turn the tide a little bit more. And so you mm-hmm. almost think to yourself, maybe you should start trying some other people out, especially because it's early in the season. Mm-hmm. 
So Absolutely. It, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I mean, if if I was to guess a final score, who, man, I mean, the last game ended 13-11. I could see this end up being a defensive struggle towards the end of the game and and be something simple as like 10 to 8 where it's like maybe 9 to 8 later in late into the fourth and then you know maybe Panther City scores one more to kind of seal the deal on it but like you said you you could almost see the other side where maybe Vegas comes out so hot and so just you know hyped up on on being home that they go on this crazy run and it, it you, you never know what's going to happen but yeah yeah, it's it's interesting that you went the low, low scoring route because I'm actually going the opposite. I think it'll it'll be be a bit more not not too crazy, but I think I'd like to think if it's in that teens range, like maybe like sixteen to fifteen or something, then Panther City will will come out on top. Otherwise, right. to, to me, the only other alternative that I can think of is a is a Desert Dogs blowout, <laughs> just just because. <laughs> They they did have their share of turnovers and everything in that last game, but I think they've got a pretty solid new coach. And mm-hmm. if he can, if he manages to get them to play a full sixty minute game with discipline, then it'll yeah. it, it, it might be at our expense. Then again, we're going to be raising our gameplay as well, so yeah. yeah, should be a fun one. And like you mentioned, a full sixty minutes. There's definitely, I mean, you you take out. If you look at the the last game they went against each other, you take out maybe a little bit of the second and a little bit of the third where, you know, Panther City went on that 4-0 run and then they start off the third really hot. You take those out and next thing you know, you have, even in the last game, Las Vegas in the thick of things where they, you know, possibly could have even been ahead at some point. So, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be a test of can they play a full game can they, you know, can each side kind of settle down, uh, not only for them on offense and defense, but for us? Can we calm them down and bring them down to play our game? So, right. Well, that is the first game of the the weekend. Like I said, that's Friday night. Be sure to check it in on uh, ESPN two. It'll be televised on there. The next game is the next home game, and it's a quick turnaround. But it's the next night against the defending champion, Colorado Mammoth. The Colorado Mammoth did not start the year off the way <laughs> they had hoped. Um, no, you they know, did Defending not. champions, you would think they, you know, riding on that high still. Uh, they went up to S- Saskatchewan. And Saskatchewan, uh, I think a lot of people maybe underrated them. They thought, oh, you know, they still have some missing pieces. They're still not you know, in that upper echelon where they should be yet, but they're working towards it. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, Colorado just, I don't know what happened. I really don't. I mean, I've I watched, think... I watched highlights of that game, but they ended up losing 18 to six in Saskatchewan. Yeah, there was, you know, they people and pundits will joke about there being a championship hangover. That definitely looked like a championship oh hangover. They fell into a 6-0 hole early and just could never crawl out of it because each time they would score a few more goals, guess what? So it's a sketchy one. Yeah. And they, they switched goalies, I think, just a little over midway through the game, and that, that didn't really do them any good, ultimately. It's interesting because their starting goalie, Dylan Ward, he was the finals MVP mm-hmm. last season. 
in the championship round. And yeah, just something about maybe Saskatchewan was hungrier in front of their home fans. Maybe Colorado kind of underestimated how difficult it would be. Or maybe it was just one of those nights for them. But in any case, it was, yeah, it wasn't pretty. Well, yeah, and it could have been a combination of things. I think championship hangover, yeah, obviously is a real thing. But I also think, yeah, they kind of underestimated them. Thought to themselves, okay, well, it's the first game of the year. You know, we should be able to to keep it close, and 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 then we can kind of you know get back in the groove of things. But man, they, like I said, they didn't even. It all, it's almost like they didn't even show up. And you mentioned about them trading out uh, the goalie. It, it's almost sometimes I feel like teams do that almost as a psychological thing. They 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 don't want their goalie mm-hmm. or they don't want their player, whoever it is, to feel so down and so just defeated by the end of the night it's almost like it's almost like a mercy rule where they <laughs> where they say okay look you know this is this is not your game this is not your day this is not your game we need to pull you out uh you know obviously we talked about with las vegas you know in that home opener with us three quarters in they decided hey this is not your game we got to try out the other guy right so you know and i don't think that's what colorado was doing i don't think they were like purposely trying to say hey we're going to switch out your position or anything like that or or lose your spot but you almost have to kind of like keep their pride intact i guess is the best way mm-hmm. to put it yeah and at that point i don't i think they figured they weren't going to have a like eight or 10 goal fourth quarter all of a sudden the way they things had been going so all things considered is probably the the right thing to do though it it'll probably make them hungrier for saturday so yeah and that you know, going into expectations for the, for this game against Colorado, I really don't know what to expect, to be honest. Uh, I think depending on how Friday night goes, it could directly affect Saturday night. If mm-hmm. Friday night happens and Las Vegas comes out and just, like you said, almost beats the crap out of us, uh, then we're going to be extremely hungry Saturday to, to prove a point. Colorado mm-hmm. coming off this massive loss, has people questioning them, has people wondering, you know, what the heck happened was last year. You know, you start having those early season questions of, you know, was last year fluke? Was it just a, a one-off? And, and so for them, again, yeah, they they want to come in, you know, wanting that win just to kind of get everybody off their back. So mm-hmm. it'll be very interesting to see what happens. I could one see thing... this. Good. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I, well, I was just going to say, I, I, I could see this game, you know, you talked about Vegas being an offensive back and forth. I could see this game being an offensive back and forth where both offenses are trying to prove something. They're trying to say, you know, Colorado especially, they're trying to say, look, we only scored six points last week. That was a fluke. We're, we're here to score points and win games. And then Panther City at the same time, you know, I mean, obviously in front of a home crowd, they want to put on a show too, mm-hmm. so I, mean, I don't know. It, it'll be very interesting to see what happens Friday night leading into Saturday. But for Saturday, if I was to guess uh, as far as uh, what the final score would be, that that would be a game where I could see it being like a seventeen to fifteen kind of game. You know, high scoring, high action you know, back and forth almost throughout the whole game. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I think it, it'll kind of like what you said, it'll hinge on how that second game, the previous night goes. 
Um, I imagine if we lose to the Desert Dogs that night, well, I have a feeling that we would win game three. Yeah, I would say our saving grace is probably having the game at home because you think there's got to be some amount of back-to-back fatigue in such a physical game. I mentioned Caputo's injury previously. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's something that he's able to shake off by the time this doubleheader starts or not. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. And, and uh, like we mentioned, goalies have some pride to them. I'm sure Dylan Ward wants to have a better game against us. Damien will want to have a better game for us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, th- this one, I, I think it go- it could go either way, but it- it'll largely depend on how we do against the Desert Dogs in that game, too. I would love to see, best case scenario, a three-game winning streak after right? after this Saturday would be amazing. Oh, yeah, and, and and with the games close like that, it, it's good to, if you got all three wins right off the bat, it's like, hey, you're riding that high right there. Um, what, what, what's your guess for a final score on that one for Colorado? I'll say, I'm thinking somewhere in the ballpark of the first game against the Desert Dogs, actually. I'd say somewhere 13-10, 14-12, somewhere in that range. I'll go with the, I got to go with my my Panther City Lacrosse Club. So <laughs> I'll choose them to win. I mean, yeah. Colorado Colorado had their time in the limelight. Well, and, and, and we mentioned in a previous episode, you know, Panther City beat, beat them twice last year. Right, so there's yeah, no, it was a good matchup. There's no reason to say we can't beat them again, especially this early on in the year. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for two home wins. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I uh, <laughs> Thankfully, I will be... You know, good enough to go by then. I will be there. Uh, I hope to see a, a lot of people out there. You know, we mentioned before, Colorado is a good traveling team. They do have fans that mm, show up right. at their games. So we'll have to probably put up with a few, you know, Colorado Mammoth, <laughs> Mammoth fans there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I mean, it would be great if we get the next two wins. Like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if, for some reason, we end up losing in Vegas. Just again, the like the hype of the home crowd, the hype of a n- new franchise. Right. We'll see what happens, but it's a quick turnaround. It's two games right after the other, and and then we'll have. I, I believe there's a, a short break after that, uh, at least for a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd have to look at the the um, the scheduling, but I can't wait. Again, I can't wait for for Friday night's game. You know, like I said, nationally televised on ESPN2. Saturday night's game is going to be, uh, you know, a good home game. Uh, I can't wait to be there. Yeah, and that that game against the Mammoth is our is essentially Panther City's last home game for two months. Oh, so. yeah, so that starts the uh, the away. Oh, so, yeah, if we, if we can at least split this back-to-back coming up, ideally yes. win both of them, that'd be really good to build some momentum before this road trip that feels like it's going to be forever yes and, and you know we'll, we'll have to definitely work out a, a way to to catch one of those games uh you know get together and catch one of those games while they're away um mm-hmm. before i forget i do want to shout out to panther city again this saturday december 15th it, if you are going to the game uh they are doing their collection for toys for tots so yes, if you yeah, bring a toy, heroes. yeah, if you bring a, a toy to the game, you can donate it there, uh, and it's it's for a great cause. I actually uh, worked with Toys for Tots when I used to live in Waco, at the bank there, and great organization, great people. Uh, we always had a good time collecting for them. So if you're going out to the game, be sure to donate. 
hopefully again it's it'll be it'll end in a win uh, hopefully it ends in two wins after this weekend and we we can start off to a good three and oh start mm-hmm. well yeah. cool well uh yeah that's our quick rundown for for the upcoming games uh games number two and number three uh, be sure to check in. Obviously, next week we'll go over both of those games, kind of our breakdowns of what happened, our highs and lows of each. But uh, yeah, once again, this is Cowtown Cats Lacrosse Podcast. Uh, I'm Nicholas. And I am Andy. Andy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we will catch you guys later. Till next time. All right, see y'all. <laughs>